Until this moment, when the flame of the lamp flares blue, then settles to steady yellow inside its ornate globe, the young man had been impressed by the profound darkness into which, upon his late-night arrival at the palace of Rosenborg, he had suddenly stepped. Tired from his long sea journey, his eyes stinging, his walk unsteady, he had been questioning the nature of this darkness for it seemed to him not merely an external phenomenon having to do with an actual absence of light, but rather as though it emanated from within him, as if he had finally crossed the threshold of his own absence of hope. Now he is relieved to see the walls of a panelled room take shape around him. A voice says, This is the Winterstuhe, the winter room. The lamp is lifted up, held high, It burns more brightly, as though sustained by purer air, and the young man sees a shadow cast onto the wall. It is a long, slanting shadow, and so he knows it is his own. It appears to have a deformity, a hump occurring along its spine from below the shoulder blades to just above the waist, but this is the shadow's trickery. The young man is Peter Clare, the lutenist, and the curvature on his back is his lute. He is standing near a pair of lions made of silver. Their eyes seem to watch him in the flickering gloom. Beyond them he can see a table and some tall chairs. But Peter Clare is separate from everything, cannot lean on any object, cannot rest. And now the lamp moves and he must follow. It may be, says a tall gentleman, who hurries on carrying the light, that his majesty, King Christian, will command you to play for him tonight. He is not well, and his physicians have prescribed music. Therefore members of the royal orchestra must be ready to perform at all times, day and night. I thought it best to advise you of this straight away. Peter Clare's feelings of dismay increase. He begins to curse himself, to berate his own ambition for bringing him here to Denmark for taking him so far from the places and people he had loved. He is at the end of his journey, and yet he feels lost. Within this arrival some terrifying departure lies concealed, and suddenly, with peculiar speed, the lamp moves and everything in the room seems to rearrange itself. Peter Clare sees his shadow on the wall become elongated, stretching upwards for a few seconds towards the ceiling, before being swallowed by the darkness with no trace of it remaining. Then the end of a corridor is reached, and the gentleman stops before a door. He knocks and waits, putting a finger to his lips and leaning close against the door to listen for the command from within.